Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths and Dustin joins us as always. How you doing today? Hey, real good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. You know, I'm just kind of getting rolling. I'm, I'm one of those late bloomers. I didn't get started fast enough. But it's, you know, it's never too late and everything you do helps in the future. But for a lot of people who've been in and have been, uh, you know, with you, it's so important to review your plan and where you've been and where you're going. Do you want to talk about that today? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the cornerstones that we focus on is, uh, you know, making sure that we do the planning for clients, right? Um, not not just uh, on the investment side, but, you know, cash flow planning. We look at things like debt. We look at uh, retirement. We look at estate planning. So um, it, 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 it kind of reinforces things when, when markets are volatile. Sometimes it's a good idea to review the, that plan that you have set up and uh, what, whatever the plan is. Sometimes it needs to be tweaked or sometimes people uh, – you know, they get a little more conservative when, when markets drop or uh, they say, you know what, uh, markets are dropping. Let's get a little more aggressive. It's a good buying opportunity. So it, it really depends on the person, the plan. Uh, but one thing's for certain, it's always good to review. And uh, from that perspective, you know, we always look at things like cash flow. Uh, and, and cash flow is just, you know, your, your income minus your expenses, how much cash do you have to work with on a, on a monthly or yearly basis? Uh, and what are we going to do with that cash? You know, the other thing we look at is debt. So is your cash flow uh, effectively reducing debt or uh, can we make your debt tax deductible? Um, there's all, all different types, uh, you know, a myriad of reasons why we, we look at cash flow and debt planning. Um, you know, from, from an investment perspective, the two most important things are, are your time horizon and risk, right? Th those two things will, will determine uh, how, how we uh, set up your investments. And of course, your, how you have your investments set up will determine what your returns are. So each, each thing kind of works hand in hand with the other. Um, and of course, the other thing that's integrated uh, throughout all of this is tax, right? So we do tax planning, make sure you're doing things effectively from that perspective, you know, uh, making sure you have uh, your RSPs max, your tax-free savings accounts max. If you have kids, RESPs, um, that's reg registered education savings plan for your children. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the golden rule is if, if you have everything max, then you, you, you'd start investing outside of any shelters and you'd have a regular investment account. Then you're going to want to be earning uh, dividends and capital gains because they're taxed a little more preferentially than interest, for example. So the, uh, <clears throat> the ongoing planning really becomes important. You know, when we meet a client and we set up a portfolio for them, we just don't set it and forget it. It's an ongoing process. And if you talk to any of my clients that have been dealing with me for, uh, you know, uh, decades now, uh, you'll, the, they'll tell you that we have regular meetings and, uh, you know, th things get changed as needed. Um, you know, sometimes there's a, a death in the family. Sometimes there's a birth in the family. You know, what, whatever the, the life event is, yeah. we, we deal with it and uh, we make smart decisions uh, using the, the relevant information that we have at the time. Well, we've talked about this in our podcast. So, so I had a cancer struggle with stomach cancer, of which I apparently have beaten, which I love. But it certainly changed the way I view things. And now I realize that I can't worry about where I'm going to be five years from now. I got to worry about where I'm going to be five months from now. So it's all these life changes and everything that's going on that really kind of, and with your help, 
has, has really uh, been instrumental in kind of plotting my future. Yeah, well, I'm I'm certainly uh, glad you got your health back because I think it was uh, around podcast twelve or something like that. Yeah, and uh, now we're on I think seventy something. So uh, it uh, it it's been a good journey with you, and I'm I'm glad you're uh, you know fully recovered. So do you, from, do you get do you get a little nervous over the word volatile? Because I keep hearing that word. There's so many wonderful words out there for every every different type of job or every different profession or anything, but. Every time I hear somebody talking about financial, uh, the financial world, the, the word volatile keeps coming up. And I, I, is it is it as volatile as everybody says, or is it just changeable? Some, sometimes it's uh, extremely volatile. You know, it, there's been four or five times in the last 25 years that, uh, you know, it, it gets the guts going. Uh, <laughs> and, and you have sleepless nights because, you know, I worry uh, alongside my clients. And, in fact, clients usually have me so that they don't have to worry, right? They, right. they leave the worry to me on the investment side. But um, when, when I hear the word volatility, I always think opportunity. Because when you uh, have a, you know, a sector or a market that is not doing very well, there's always pockets of value that I can take cash to, to purchase. Or maybe I can rotate from one sector to another. Okay. So, for, for, for instance, uh, in the last six weeks, utility stocks have actually been uh, relatively strong. And that's kind of counterintuitive. When interest rates go up, usually utilities are fairly uh, weak. So I've taken the opportunity to reduce some utility exposure uh, and add to financials because the financials have kind of gotten beaten up a little bit here. And, and I don't see a real good reason for it. So I bought some uh, Scotiabank stock the other day with, uh, with a 5.7% dividend yield. And, you know, that's anytime I can get uh, over halfway to 10% just off the dividend, I'm pretty happy about that. So yeah, yeah. I'll take advantage of these uh, volatile times when, when they happen. And that's, that's what you would expect, a, a, you know, a competent advisor to do on your behalf. Um, so I'm always watching. And uh, when I can take advantage of something, you can be sure that, uh, you know, I do my best to, to make that happen. Um, but from, you know, getting back to, you know, the world of financial planning, which um, a, a lot of people don't know, but I spent, uh, you know, almost 15 years uh, just doing financial planning for, for CIBC and Royal Bank. So I have an extensive background in the financial planning uh, area. Um, I, I don't know how many thousand plans I've done for clients over the years, but it's a lot. And uh, that, that, that has definitely made me an expert in that field. So when I meet somebody new for the first time, they're, they're always a, a little bit surprised, I think, that when they uh, go through the process and, and they lay out their, their financial picture in front of me, within about 15 minutes, I can pick out half a dozen things that will improve their overall picture. Um, you know, I, I can think back to a, a meeting recently where a client had a second mortgage on their house and they were paying 1.7 on the, the first mortgage and 4.1 on the second, and they were doubling up the payments on the first mortgage. So right away I said, of course you need to, uh, double up on the second, not the first cause right. it's a higher interest rate. And it's just, it's just not something that became, uh, apparent to them. Right. So sometimes you just need a fresh set of eyes to look at that situation. And, and that's why we review the financial plan. So, but, but uh, when we talk about implementation, you, you've got a real great knack for just, well, you just pointed it out. Sometimes people just don't see the road in front of them, but you've got a great clear vision and being able to talk to you 
and to have guidance from you has been, well, for me, it's been great. Yeah. And you know, the thing is there's, there's no shortage of, uh, tools that you can find for free online to do financial planning. You can plug all your, your information into those, uh, planning tools. Um, but then you go back to your career as a, as a nurse or a firefighter or a, a lawyer or a doctor or, or business owner or radio uh, podcast guy. Yeah. And y- you may not uh, have the time to implement it or you may not be good at implementing it. So I think that's where, um, you know, of, of course, anyone can plug numbers into a software program if they know what they're doing with that. But the implementation and then the ongoing monitoring of that planning is, I think, what really uh, it, it makes it worthwhile to work with somebody like myself. So people who are working with you are happy, mostly. And uh, the, the other thing, though, is that it's never too late to get started and to start planning. So how, how can people reach you if, if they're curious about getting rolling? Because I, I, don't think you, uh, I, I don't think it's ever too late to get started, is it? No. And, and, you know, I've, I've never in 25 years, Brent, I've never turned away a client. Right. Um, I've, I've brought on clients that afterwards turned out to be, uh, you know, not so nice people. And I've politely asked them to, uh, you know, exit my practice, but that that's been very few and far between. I think that's been maybe, you know, four or five people over the last 25 years, primarily, uh, the overwhelming majority of clients are awesome to work with. And, uh, if anyone wants to reach me, they can give me a call on myself, 780-905-7729, or on my email at dlamontang at researchcapital.com. Excellent. Okay, well, that's it for this episode. We'll have more helpful hints coming your way on our next edition. Don't forget all opinions expressed are solely Dustin's, and do not reflect those of Research Capital. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Research Capital may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Thanks for listening to Making Sense and have yourself a great day. 